Welcome to Lounge with the Ladies. We are two of the owners of Four Aesthetics Lounge, a med spa in Lexington, Kentucky. My name is Katie Robinson. And I'm Emily Evans. This podcast is a place where we can chat about all things aesthetics. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about wrinkles, which is a big topic of discussion for us because that is the main thing that we treat here at Four Aesthetics Lounge um, and probably the main thing that most med spas and plastic surgeons themselves treat as well. Yes, I would say wrinkles are the reason our business is here today. Yeah, exactly. But it's a beautiful day here in Lexington, Kentucky. How... how um, Excited are you about spring? Um, I'm very excited. I'm a little bit of an outlier on that because, you know, I love snow and winter, um, but I do love spring as well. I really like all seasons that we get in Kentucky. That's kind of why I like living here. little fun fact about me, I used to live in Florida for about a year, and that's the one thing I didn't like about there because um, I like just the different changes of the season. Now, the one thing I don't like is rain, so spring, eh, I like the nice weather. A little bit cooler than summer, but I do like the snow. I feel like you and I could switch lives. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I never saw a flake of snow again, I'd be really happy. That's about how that. I would say most of the people who live here are. I just think it's so pretty, and then you can like go sledding or just, I don't know. I like it. And then I like to go to places that, you know, like Colorado and stuff to go skiing and stuff like that. That's always fun too. Yeah. I think I could live in Florida and then spend two weeks yeah. in the snow somewhere and go right back to the Or in sun. the cold. <laughs> Which is funny thing so that we're talking about wrinkles today because I, um, I love the sun and obviously we know that's a big <laughs> proponent <laughs> of wrinkles. Um, so we're going to talk about wrinkles in the sense of aging today, but more specifically, we're going to dive into a specific treatment for wrinkles, which is one of the biggest treatments we offer here at Forsetics. Um, and that is neurotoxin, or what most people kind of know as Botox. But, um, Emily, kind of take us through, like, basically teaching us on what neurotoxin is. So let's just start with the simple question of what is a neurotoxin? So a neurotoxin is a type of botulinum toxin, and there are multiple different um, ones throughout the industry. So like Katie said, the most common that you hear is Botox. It was kind of the first that was branded and probably the most talked about and marketed. There are several others on the market. Um, and what this is, is it is a, it's something that we inject. So you do actually, a needle goes through your skin, pierces your skin, and we inject that product into there. And not to interrupt you, but just to dumb it down a little yeah. bit for our listeners, it's a, it is a medication Yes. that we inject into the muscle. Yeah. When we say botulism. I know. I feel yeah. like whenever we get to talking about it, we talk oh, at like so our level. Yeah. To and talk it's medical for terms. someone who doesn't know anything about it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's essentially what you do. You're going to inject it into the muscle and your muscles contracting, or that means like pulling together, like say you're at the gym, um, lifting up a dumbbell, you're working out your bicep. So you have muscles in your face that are going to, that do the same thing as well. And that you're working out just by making facial expressions and things as you go through life. So as your muscle continues to make that, um, expression over and over, you're going to develop those lines in your skin. A lot of people will start to notice them, you know, in their 20s. And I hear most frequently a lot of uh, patients come in and they're like, oh, I'm starting to notice like makeup settling there or um, things like that. 
And you just notice that they're there more frequently. They're um, not just there when you make those expressions, but you're kind of having them on your face all the time. And so that's when typically people realize and then um, come in for treatment with the neurotoxins. So what does... What do you say, like, a neurotoxin treat specifically? Like, what, whenever we're talking about Botox, what does this treat? Like, I mean, like, in a sense of, like, the muscle? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah, I would say, I mean, essentially, kind of like that metaphor I just gave, it's like, it's doing the opposite of, like, whenever you're going to the gym to work out your muscles to get them bigger, you're kind of doing the opposite um, when you're getting Botox because you don't want your muscles stronger because the stronger they are, the more they're contracting. Yeah, the so layman's terms is relaxing right. your muscles yeah. down. I think if people get really confused, I notice the yeah. biggest question where people will come in and then point at the lower face to me and say, I think I need Botox here, but it's actually a filler issue. So... Um, I think, like, in the easiest terms, Botox treats wrinkles. Yes. And, um, yeah, I would just, yep, leave it at that. It's the simplest way to describe it. So, um, how long does this procedure typically take? Is it an easy procedure or is it something way more in-depth? So, it's a pretty quick treatment. Um, it's actually one of the quickest that we do in our office. Your first initial visit, at least at... For aesthetics lounge our clinic in lexington whenever you first come in if you're a new patient to us we do an hour and 15 minute appointment that gives us time to review your medical history your skincare history um any kind of maybe other procedures you've had done to your face and kind of get to know you and kind of your skin goals um so that's probably about 30 to 45 minutes of that hour and 15 minutes and then once we decide, you know, that neurotoxin is for you um, or that, you know, it's your best treatment option for your concerns, then we will kind of dose you out, as we call it. So we'll really look at your face and we will come up with a specific dose that it's going to be your amount of units you would get for that um, neurotoxin, whatever one we're choosing that day. And then... Um, after that, we'll go in the back and kind of draw everything up. We come back out. We clean you off with some alcohol. We'll put some little dots on your face with a little pin. And then um, it really takes us like five minutes to do the actual procedure. Um, so that's, I mean, pretty quick. So if you're a repeat client of ours or, I mean, anywhere else, your um, Botox appointments after that are around 15 to 20 minutes. Would you say this is like a particularly painful procedure? No. I would say majority of patients literally rate it as a zero, one. Some patients you get the outlier might say it's like a two on a scale of one to ten. I would say it's very low. Um, you know, most people tolerate it just fine. Um, we have a couple things here in our clinic that we give you as kind of like a little distractor to distract your nerves that help with the pokes. Um, if you're someone who doesn't like needles or is weird about a needle being near your face, I get it. We get nurses who come in all the time who mm. are around needles and everything, but something about it being near their face, they're a little bit weird for weird about. So we have some tools here that we use um, that can make it almost painless. Perfect. And how I think one big thing that people ask about and don't know is um, kind of like what's the downtime? Who's going to know when they leave here? Are they going to leave here with a bunch of marks all over their face will their husbands yeah. know if they don't want them to know um will their friends know if they don't want them to know yeah we get that question a lot i would say all new toxic clients mm -hmm. are asking that 
Which is a very valid question. Um, so downtime from it is a little bit different than like, will someone know that you had it done? So after the injections, you're going to have these little red bumps. They look like mosquito bites where we've injected. Those typically go away in about 10 to 30 minutes. If you're a little bit more fair complected, you're probably going to have them for about 30 minutes. Uh, if you're a little bit darker complected, they usually go away fairly quickly. Um, so that's about all that you're going to notice after your treatment. Now, there's always a risk anytime you're putting a needle in your skin that you can bruise. Um, we do everything in our power to prevent that, but sometimes there's little veins under the skin that we can't see, so you end up getting a bruise anyways. That's totally fine. You can cover it up the next day with makeup. Usually, it's not super obvious, and it's not going to be something your husband or someone else is going to notice. Um, other downtime from it is like things that you shouldn't do after your toxin appointment. So like a big one is no exercise for 24 hours. Um, you shouldn't lay down for four hours. Um, so there's a couple other little things like that, but those are the main two that we um, really harp on people about. And that's um, kind of in a nutshell, your aftercare for toxin. It's pretty straightforward. So really there's not much they can't do no. other than work out. And what about before? So before, we just say to avoid things like alcohol, ibuprofen, things that are going to cause bruising, and that's after as well. Um, obviously, you know, I've had a patient who um, had Botox, and in that night, she completely forgot, took an ibuprofen, called me, and she's like, oh my gosh, like, is it, and I'm like, it's fine, it's not going to harm the Botox, you just are going to be more prone to developing a bruise. Say you have one that's a little bit under the skin. It can make you, like, your blood a little bit thinner. So um, that's really all with, like, the avoiding alcohol, ibuprofen, things like that. I would do before and after. And it's more for, I would say, like, cosmetic reasons, not, like, a medical safety issue. Right. So easy enough. So how often do they have to come in and get this? Um, I know there's other brands, but we're just kind of using the overall term yeah. Botox right now. How often would they have to get Botox injected, or is it just a one-time treatment? So it's not a one-time treatment. It's something that you're going to want to keep up with, and we say every three to four months. Um, all of our patients in our clinic do a three-month appointment whenever they leave their last appointment. So we do three months, um, and you want to get your next dose before you have your full movement back. So whenever you start to see some movement come back, that um, it's not going to be exactly like what you had prior to getting the Botox to begin with. But you're going to notice some movement again, and that's whenever you want to get back in and get your treatment again um, so you can kind of keep those muscles at bay and don't uh, have those lines come back full force like they were to begin with because then you're just essentially starting over again. Because essentially your body like metabolizes this product, right. right? So there's really no way you can expect to have good results yeah. if you just come in once and don't return frequently for this. Yeah. And I mean, some people, everyone's bodies metabolize it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And, um, like sometimes we'll have some patients come in and they've gotten dysport and it's lasted two months. You know, we have different, um, brands of the neurotoxin that we can kind of switch throughout and play around with and kind of figure out what works best for you and your metabolism. I feel like we get all of our patients come in, they're like, oh, so, like, what's the best? What should I get? And it's really not like that. I mean, I explain it to everyone, like, Coke and Pepsi. It's the same product. It's just a different brand of that. And then, you know, 
you might like Coke and then the person sitting next to you might like Pepsi and it's just personal preference and what works for your body. So, and sometimes that can take a couple treatments to figure out. Um, you might get Botox the first time and feel like it's a little bit too heavy or it didn't last for three months and you might come back in and switch to Dysport or Xeomin. So sometimes it's not just a one and done. You can kind of switch around and play around with them until you figure out what works best for you. That was going to be a question I asked next. What are um, the brands that people should know about? And do you have a preference or um, is it just kind of like what you said? Um, you kind of choose per patient. Um, help them choose. Yeah. So at um, our clinic at Forsetics Lounge, we carry Botox, Dysport, and Xamin. There's also another toxin. It's called Javo or Nutox that came around a few years ago. We don't carry that here. Um, we just carry the other three. And I kind of have like a preference for certain things. Like I like to use Xamin for large areas. So if you're getting like your underarms or your masseters, things like that where you're doing a high dose. Xamin is what they call like the pure toxin. So it doesn't have added proteins and you're not going to run the chance of building up immunity to it like you can the other two products. Although it's pretty rare, and I mean, people have been on Botox for, you know, 20 years, and um, you can still not develop immunity to it. But if you're getting higher dose areas, then um, I like to start with the Xamarin. Um, if you work out a lot, if you go to the gym a lot, uh, Dysport seems to work really well in those, uh, in that clientele. So just little tweaks. And then, you know, say you are someone who works out a lot, we do Dysport and you don't like it. There's no harm with trying a different one out. Um, and that's just kind of like my starting guidelines for them. But, um, yeah, they're pretty much, I really like them all. I personally rotate. Um, I do, I started out with Dysport for a long time, dabbled in Botox for a while, and then switched to Xeomin, and now I kind of rotate, so I get um, what we call like a washout period, where you do the Xeomin with the um, no added protein, so you can kind of do a little pure toxin, and then you can go back in with your Dysport or Xeomin, and I personally don't notice any difference whenever I do any of the three of them. They all last the three months. I still get the same amount of movement with all of them at the three-month mark. Um, it all They all kick in relatively between five and seven days for me. Um, so little to no variation between them. Yeah, I would agree. I think I essentially do the same yeah. thing, so I kind of play around with it. Um, but, yeah, and as they should. I mean, their studies, all of their clinical trials and studies all are very similar as well. So um, I think another question I get a lot too is um definitely from our newer clients but um if I don't get my treatments if I don't keep up with them what will happen to my wrinkles oh, yeah. um what will happen yeah is something really bad gonna happen too. am I gonna look different or is something gonna sag if yes. I don't keep up with my treatments so nothing happens you will go back to how you were before you were getting Botox so essentially you kind of waste your money yeah <laughs> Uh, and that's if what I really tell patients. Like, you know, if you're asking about it, I get if you get it and um, there's like a medical contraindication or something where you can't continue it. But um, if you're getting it, I mean, you're going to be continuing it for the long haul. So um, you really shouldn't ever be stopping it, like I said, unless you have a medical reason or something like that. Um, but nothing happens. You're just going to go back to how you were before and your wrinkles will come back and your lines will come back and they're going to continue to get worse because you know you're not doing those things to treat or prevent them okay 
Um, and I guess uh, one of my last questions is kind of like, who should who should do this treatment, and when like when's a good time to start doing it? Yeah, this is a good question. So, it kind of depends on your personal genetics, your how you've taken care of your skin. I mean, I have people who come in that are in their you know thirties and they're perfect at getting preventative Botox. They have no lines yet. They have really great skin because they've taken care of it with skincare, stayed out of the sun, done all the right things. Um, and then I have other patients who come in like I was myself and start getting it at, you know, 21, 22 years old. But with my genetics and everything that runs in my family, I probably wasn't the best in like staying out of the sun whenever I was younger. I didn't like go to the tanning bed or anything crazy, but I definitely, like, went to the lake, went to the beach, didn't wear a hat, didn't wear sunscreen. Um, So, I started a lot earlier, and um, it's just something that bothered me. And I had pretty, you know, set-in lines around my forehead specifically. So, I mean, I would say between ages, you know, your early 20s to early 30s, you should definitely be starting Botox by then. Um, Once you're kind of waiting till after your early 30s, it's most of the time static lines which means they're there at rest they're not just from making those facial expressions and those are going to be much 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 harder to treat so kind of like in that sense you've waited a little bit too long and we're working backwards so um, not that you can't get it even if you're right. starting late it's just going to take a yes. much longer time to resolve the issue yeah whereas if you come in for like prevention and before you notice any of these it's like you're um, just kind of maintaining it after that. You know, you get it, you're maintaining it for your prevention, but whenever you come in, you know, kind of in the later stages, you're working backwards, you know, really having to make sure you're getting that full dose every three months. Like, you don't want those muscles um, really moving to make any of those lines any worse. Yeah, so bottom line is it's really not too soon to start. If you're in your 20s and want to start with prevention, Prevention's great because it's going to basically decrease a lot of the yeah. long-term things that you're going to be dealing with. But if you haven't started at all and you're in your 40s, now is better either. than ever. Exactly. That's what I tell everyone. I'm like, you know, there's no, like, set age that to start by. Now is better than never. Um, and I don't really think, I mean, if you're in your, if you're 21 or over, it's, I don't think, in my personal opinion, that it's ever too early to start. Um, I mean, if you're starting early in your 20s, you're not getting as much of a dose. You're going to kind of maintain it. You're not going to have those lines set in. Um, and then everyone, I know I get the question now, like, oh, why do you even get Botox? And I'm like, well, so I can look like that and don't have, you know, the lines. And then I'll show my picture from five years ago and they can usually not believe that that was me. So, yeah, I think this is one of the big comments I get is, Oh, your skin looks so yes. good. You don't even need Botox. And the answer like, is... it looks good because I use exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that definitely plays into. But I think wherever you're at on your anti-aging journey, just starting uh, or late into it, now is better than ever. Just getting started and being consistent yes. is the two biggest factors. Which you'll probably hear us say those two words a lot on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, the best way to get started, if you're interested in seeing us in Lexington, Kentucky, is to book a complimentary consult with us, um, and we can get you started on a neurotoxin. 
Um, or if you're someone that already sees us, the best way to keep those results up is to keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> Which you'll probably hear us say every time you leave your appointment. Yeah, exactly. But if you are outside of this area, um, outside of Lexington, Kentucky, you can contact um, a med spa, plastic surgeons. Um, I'm sure there is plenty of places around your area that do them. You can even reach out to us on Instagram um, and ask us, you know, if we have referrals in your location. We know a lot of providers Mm -hmm. throughout, actually, the United States. So we typically have a referral that would be within a few hours of where most people live. Mm So I think the biggest thing to remember is... This is a medication. Yeah. This is a medical treatment. So make sure that you're going to a reputable reputable medical provider. Yes. Do your research before mm-hmm. you go. Make sure they're certified. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're happy to give out recommendations for providers um, around your area if you're not local to Lexington. So we're really responsive on our social media. And that's just the Four Aesthetics Lounge. And you can always just send us a message on there. And we're happy to help. Yeah. Get out there and get rid of those wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, guys, if you liked today's show, please be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss an episode. And if you feel like you could benefit from anything from today's episode and you are local to Lexington, Kentucky, go to forestheticslounge.com and book yourself a free consult. We would love to see you in our clinic.